0: Oh, go live. Let's see. Hey, how are we now?
1: Um, still says waiting.
0: Well, I've done my best. Um <laughs> maybe everything of those says live players. on the side. Gabe's
1: gotta post it later. It's obviously recording.
0: Yeah, something's going on. So all right. Well, hello everyone. Uh, Welcome to another Let's Talk About Feelings. I am Robbie Rapoll. Dusty Pitstick is behind his photograph. And Amber, our honorary third-party host. Uh, And today, like I said, I'm working on this full-back piece, Dr. Doom Zoomed-in image. Very enjoyable for me. Uh, but I am working on a really cool person that I just met uh, through a good friend, and his name is Nick, and uh, he is an art therapist in New York. Nice. Uh, the other night, and uh, we ended up deciding to tattoo the whole back today for as much of it as we can. So. Yeah, I like when uh, life works out like that, and you get cool tattoos on cool people, and then you have a nice time. So that's about my life right now, y'all. Even though I do have other things to yap about, that's what I'm doing. What are y'all up to?
1: I am relaxing from chasing the children around outside.
0: Ah, you're
2: chasing the little children around, sure. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. it's nice relax. <laughs> yeah. How about relax. I, uh, I was going to say you're looking at it, but I've got my, my little picture screen up, so you're not technically looking at it. Uh, I've got my, my camera off because I am using my phone that I also zoom on to respond to clients uh, and get all that fun stuff figured out. Um, the old booking and chatting about feelings.
0: yeah so you said you're doing your bookings?
2: yeah, i've I've got people I've been chatting with for email and getting stuff set up that uh yesterday I just kind of got sidetracked and usually Sunday is my day to respond to people and get everything in the calendar. And I didn't. so now I'm doing it today. I
0: feel that. I feel that. Well, thanks for joining. What's that? I said, I feel that. Thanks for joining. Yeah, of course. Okay.
2: Of course. I just put my screen up so you guys don't see my camera incredibly close to my face while I stare at my screen.
0: <laughs> I feel it. Like, no worries. No worries at all. But yeah, so um, I have an interesting topic that I'd like to bring up. Uh, Someone that I hold very dear to me the other day said, um, you know, I couldn't figure you out for a very long time. I wondered how you were always so positive, And it didn't make sense to me and I didn't get it. And I'm like, well, the truth is I've never really been all that positive. It's a choice. Uh, yeah. But like, it really like, I battled with the way that made me feel for a couple of hours um, because she was in like, you know, I guess I was just listening to the wrong people who had opinions about you that I shouldn't have been listening to. And it was was just a weird place of like getting caught in my feelings about it, um, but also appreciating the honesty and trying not to be a brat or a bitch and getting too deep in my feelings. So it was an interesting place to be. And then I went out later that night um, where I met Nick and I had a brilliant night meeting Nick and a whole bunch of other people that were really excited to talk to me or meet me. Um, so it was interesting how like I was so worried about these negative opinions of people that don't really have any influence over my life versus uh these positive opinions of people that had nothing but good to say to me to my face so it was really it was just interesting how I got caught in a little paradigm of uh feeling sad about it and like me and Nick were talking earlier just about like being sensitive beings you know like it's easy to take shit too personally Mm. sensitive about it so yeah Little, uh, little brain dump there for y'all. I've
1: learned that people's opinions of me are none of my business.
0: Oh, I know that <laughs> I just don't always live
2: that. I get that, yeah. It, it's a lot easier sometimes to tell yourself that, like, ah, man, they don't know, but then it's that feeling in your tummy tums of like but that's how they feel and i don't like that people feel that way about me
0: yeah it's weird and like you know we we know the game we know the rules we know not to take things personally especially when they're not personally meant towards us uh but it's easy to get stuck in the trap there so yeah i uh i eventually you know stopped worrying about it and Like I said, had a really great night, but it was weird. And it came from somebody that I really love and respect, so I think it's even more weird. Because it's like, man, I really wanted this person to always love me and respect me. And they don't. That is fair. It
2: stinks, but that's a fair outlook on it. That's a what? It's a fair outlook on it
0: still missing that last part a fair what oh
2: outlook oh oh outlook yeah sorry about that oh you're good i also have my retainer in so it's a, it's an exciting time 37 mean, <laughs> year old adult dusty
0: yeah man i feel that
2: <laughs>
0: it's always nice. all right yeah <laughs> being uh, you know a weird unique
2: human <laughs> hmm. um yeah i don't i don't know what i have to add to that specifically i feel like i'm just being super quiet now
0: no worries and i keep getting you know how it goes you get stuck in the piece you're working on.
2: Well, I definitely get that.
0: Now I'm moving on to heavy blacks. So I'm going to be doing less decoding.
2: <clears throat> Please uh, do not weight shame your black ink.
0: <laughs> oh no, I think heavy blacks are important.
2: They are perfect at any size, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: No, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with this one because like I'm just getting to like base out a really cool idea and make it look really really strong and pop with just the blacks.
2: Okay. What, know, is, what is the piece you are working on?
0: It's a big ass Dr. Doom. It's in the background there, but that kind of looks like Jesus.
2: But it is that's, not- okay, okay, I can see him. Yeah, you had said Dr. Doom, that's pretty rad. Is it more realistic looking or more comic-looking?
0: It's uh, on the cusp there. It's between both. And the cool thing was when I showed him the image, he was like, man, I love that artist's artwork. And then told me a, a whole story about how he meant to do this stuff. So I thought that was really, um, really cool when you when you pick the right image. That the person you're tattooing is like, Yep, that's the one. Very fair. Now I'm just uh trucking on along. How are you feeling up there, Nick?
2: I'm all right, I'm hanging in. This is uh, now the um, the hard part.
0: Oh, uh, facing uh, a little bit of the, the strong shading here, the hey, area. Oh, true. Yeah, that little back part sucks when Donna picks my- <laughs> me.
2: Is that is that the spot like down kind of by like the kidney, kind of by the rib?
0: Yeah, down um ribs, love handles area.
2: Oh yeah, that's fucker,
0: got no love handles. He's a goddamn <laughs> fucking he's a fucking statue carved from, from gold and marble. But yeah, if you were to have love handles, this is where we're tattooing. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Yeah. So Nick, do you have anything you want to add? Or are you not in a place where you really uh, want to be able to talk?
2: Oh, no, you're good. Not right now, but I'll...
1: I'll
0: time in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting time getting tattooed. It's funny. Um, when I tattooed Thor, the hand that I was doing a couple weeks ago. Oh, you did that. Oh.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, it was my homie. His name is Thor. But
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, you met him. Yeah. But uh. You know, I thought he was gonna talk way more. My man just like, shut the fuck down. <laughs> but yeah, that hand shit, it's uh there's a bit of magical, magical moon dust in the hand that hurts a bit. And I always use numbing with my back. So I don't know if like the numbing is working or if I'm just tough. But uh, I sit for long sessions but sometimes it's really nice to just be able to shut off and get tattooed.
2: Yeah. That is, that is, I am the opposite of that for sure. I like the music and the interaction and the talking and the anything that takes my mind off of the fact that I, I did not like getting tattooed. For someone who is- in
1: but it's a good way to uh, And you know how the new art community comes out next month? Mm-hmm. They want to use your car at the release of the theater. They can only have one car there. Yeah. But they're here, I didn't want them. To... She's like so stoked.
0: I mean, do they need to talk to
1: me? Well, they wanted to talk to you about like sponsor not sponsoring the like.
0: Um, am I going to be around, am I busy, or is it going to work well? I'm not. Okay. Um, I'm going to put you all on mute for a second, because uh, I have to do business stuff for a moment. Uh, Dustin, can you take over for a moment? I will happily take the lead, give me 10 seconds.
1: Okay, cool. All right. All right. Oh, Laura, can
2: you hit mute on there? Can and send the mail, please? All right. So I am unmuted. How are you, Amber? I think I'm unmuted. Hello? muted them. Oh, how did Unmute I mute them?
0: Unmute me, there we go.
2: Okay, I am also unmuted. Amber, are you unmuted?
1: I am well. now unmuted. Hey,
2: there she is. What's happening?
1: I've been all kinds of crazy busy this weekend.
2: You go on.
1: Um, well, last night, we took our older Girl Scouts over to the local um, elementary school, and we chalked their walkways with all kinds of inspirational sayings and pictures and all kinds of stuff like that for the teachers and the kids to be able to see when they get to school this morning.
2: That's awesome. They're still in school? What was that? They are, you said they're still in school. Like, how much longer?
1: Um, they're still in school until the 23rd, I think. Oh, shit. That's yeah, I mean, school goes till almost the end of June.
2: When do they get back to school?
1: Um, beginning of September.
2: Hmm. Fair enough. That is, I feel like in Ohio, pretty much like as soon as June is hit, they're already out. I do feel like they go back earlier and earlier every year, though. Yeah, When I was a kid, I feel like going back to school was like a mid-September thing. And I feel like the last week of August, they're back now. Which is also crazy. A lot of the
1: country is doing it like that. New Jersey has just always been end of June and then beginning of September. Yeah. And I think that has Um, a lot to do with the fact that New Jersey is very much farmland.
2: Yeah, I could see that. It's it's a weird thing to me because I feel like you need summer in your life. Yes. And if you're going back in late August, like you haven't even hit prime summer yet, like we're making kids go back when it's still like dark at nine thirty and gorgeous outside. Like that sounds mm-hmm. I also might be looking at it through rose-colored shades. I kind of feel like sometimes I remember certain things. Like, oh, man, we didn't go back until the middle of September. I might be completely wrong. Elementary school was like 30 years ago. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's not a great explanation of the situation, but I always wonder if I was maybe looking at it through a little bit of nostalgia-colored glasses, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's crazy to think that they're still in school. Everybody here has definitely been out for a good week or two now um which is awesome around
1: here are getting out till the end
2: all of my teachers that I work on regularly like sleeves and stuff have all started reaching out like hey I'm out for the summer I got daytime availability now so that's been nice they swooped in right in time to save me from all of my other regulars that are like hey it's pool season so see you in four months Mm mm-hmm is that a thing that you guys go through at the shop you're at where you have your your winter regulars that as soon as it's pool season just kind of don't want it? You know, like, hey, see you. Yeah, know, a lot of the fun. regulars
1: that are locals, they calm yeah. down on the tattoos during the summer. But because I live near, I'm like between Atlantic City and Cape May, we get a lot of tourists.
0: Fair enough. And
2: so people the love getting packed you.
1: That's why
2: they're on vacation. That is fair. I just went to um, see a buddy of mine. I actually told Robbie the story just a little bit. Uh, Matt Jackson, who just owned opened up a shop in Nashville, Indiana. He moved there from Columbus, Indiana, which is like 45 minutes away. Uh-huh. And uh, when we got there, some other people from my shop went. And when we got there... Uh, it took us very, very, very back roads to where it was like wilderness, 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 and then like a couple flea markets and some like RV parts and that was it. And then Mm -hmm. we turned left and there's a little plaza with like a hardware store, I think like a dollar store, their tattoo shop, like a McDonald's and an ATM and that was it. And I was like, I can't see you getting much business out here uh, in the middle of this field where there is nothing else but a McDonald's and a hardware store. And uh, um. told them how we got there, and they said, "Oh, go the other direction, and that's where town is." And uh, we went to the other direction, and it was it was not a big town, but it was four or five city blocks, nice little suburban area around it. But all of the stores, it was very touristy, and it was weird because you didn't see any of the. Um, you know, a lot of times when you're in touristy towns, there's a lot of like chain restaurants or yeah. a big Walmart or Target for people that need beach towels. This was nothing but like houses converted into businesses that were nothing but like there was a like, chainsaw artist that just had a store of just carvings he made with his chainsaw out of wood. There was mm. like a, wa- a, a wand and walking stick and like carved wood shop. There was like two different toy stores that were just old houses that were converted into like puppets and fidget spinners and dreidels and Rubik's cubes and weird stuff. It was a weird, it felt like Pleasantville, but it was, they said the whole thing, I guess, is that that gets a little bit of touristy attraction. And then right, mm. next, to, right next to them, about a mile outside of town, where uh, they're is. shopping uh right next to them i guess there's a giant outdoor music venue that does a lot of country related stuff but i guess it brings in like thousands of people to the concert so that's kind of it's a touristy town because you go for one or two days for a big weekend concert tour around the town go over watch the music and then head home but he said so far they haven't been there too long there this was kind of their grand opening but they've been there for a minute that like the tourist season is feeding them very well
1: yeah, tourist so. season is really big down here, had the part of Jersey I'm in.
2: No, I totally get that, and it, uh, it always makes me cringe just a little bit because, um, you know, you get people um, that are on vacation and stuff, and it's like, oh, it's a touristy thing, we're on vacation, let's get tattoos. It's like the worst time, so like, yeah, we're out here in the sun by the beach, we're traveling, we're getting drunk. Like It is so the worst time. I would hate to live in a touristy neighborhood like that and tattoo all these people knowing good and well like these are all going to heal horribly. Yes. Um, So that's something that always there's a weird emotional attachment to doing pieces that you know people are going to ruin or even worse doing a really great piece that you're in love with And then afterwards is when the person tells you like, oh yeah, I'm I'm going out of town next week to the beach. And you're like, crap.
0: Uh I live at the beach. These motherfuckers been doing that to me my whole career. (laughs) I'm trying to learn how to make my tattoos fucking (laughs) sunproof.
2: If you figure it out, let me know.
0: No shit. So that was a really cool experience uh, opportunity there. Um, They're doing a thing at this local movie theater uh, for the Barbie movie.
2: Love it already. It looks great. And,
0: and uh, they, they came in because of my Cadillac out front and they want to like basically brand that as Barbie's car at this movie theater for the next few months until the movie comes out and then have the car come to the movie theater uh, and be there with all the red ink branding on it um, for the premiere of the Barbie movie.
1: Nice.
2: Yeah, that's super cool. And that movie looks great.
0: <laughs> well, she she's with, you know, like, uh, you know, the female empowerment uh, aspect of it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dog. Let's, let's empower these kids.
2: Yeah, have you watched the Seriously. trailers for it at all yet?
0: I don't know nothing about it.
1: Oh, I've seen the trailers. They're
2: so good. <laughs> It, it is, it looks very, not adult like, you know, porno, like rated X, but it looks very adult. It basically seems about how all of these different famous actors and actresses are playing various Barbies and Kens and they're all named Barbie and Ken. And uh, how it's, it's literally like a plastic fantastic life and it's Barbie and they can just fly. And I want to be an astronaut today. And Margot Robbie plays one of the Barbies that says like I don't I don't feel right here, uh, and so she takes her Ken into the real world on a road trip to figure out what real life is like, where everything isn't plastic and it actually looks really good and interesting.
0: Dude, I'm actually really stoked to be a part of this now. Even yeah. more, it's like I just want to do like local events a lot. I, I love doing them; they're fun. And, uh, you know, I want to get the business name out there as much as I can and make it a trusted brand in this, in this, this city, but like seeing it, hearing that, like, you know, being the, the, the empowerment thing and the real life shit. And like, I just want Rad Inc. to be a part of that so much just because that's what I'm about and that's what the shop is about anyway. So that's really cool.
2: Yeah. All-star cast, good script, good soundtrack. You're going to have a good time
0: i love it oh yeah
1: i was checking out the soundtrack they threw all kinds of good shit in there
0: oh and uh one of the things she said is um now i'm interested to hear the soundtrack but one of the things she said is uh for 200 bucks you could sponsor some like teenagers that can't afford to go uh oh and, hell yeah yeah so um i'll let you know about that dusty because i know you're all big into like Finding things to put money towards to make life better for others.
2: Yeah, um, tell me, I got two hundred bucks coming your way, so some kids can see the Barbie movie.
0: Dude, I figured that was gonna happen. That's so. I... Yeah, man, I'm really so excited about this. I think that's cool. And that fucking car, man. That car is the is the source of the opportunity there.
2: It's a it's the the peacocking that they call it in like the hookup artist classes where they're like you gotta look flashy to get attention like that is your peacocking right there.
0: Yeah, for real. Uh,
2: having having a, a really cool car that definitely attracts I don't think I've ever seen anybody from any walk of life look at your car and not just smile.
0: <laughs> it's true, man. Except for the old car heads that are like hey, could afford to change in the color, couldn't you? I'm like your wife loves it. Shut up. <coughs>
2: Let people like things.
0: Just, just let me enjoy my things.
2: But yeah, yeah
0: like, seriously, dude. There is there has been an overwhelming amount of love and support. Like when I drove the car to the shop the day that I towed it with my hooks, um, Sean followed me in his car and he's like, "Dude, that car gets so much attention." And I'm just like, oh, "I I just I just made it pink and pretty because I like it." But now it's like really cool that, it, you know, just doing something that I like created, uh, you know, more avenues to build my business. And it is a tax write-off uh, for advertisements. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's all the tax write-offs we can get.
2: Absolutely. I don't want to talk about how much I wrote off on my taxes this year, because it didn't feel like that much until I saw the numbers and I was like, oh no. (laughs) Um, uh, I had it and I lost it. Oh yeah, just doing like all of the stuff that you write off that you don't really realize how much it adds up. Every convention booth, every flight for a convention, um, every box of gloves, every et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, wow, on paper, I do not make a lot of money. Um, (laughs) uh, you know which is all good uh it means i also don't have to pay as much money to the tax man so that part's pretty cool too oh
0: i had to pay that whole a lot last year but owning a shop is different
2: yeah oh i i pay more every year i'll be perfectly honest about that but for a while there i was pretty sure that i had some expert maneuvers to make it look like i made like eight dollars on paper
0: (laughs) you know uh there's feelings behind taxes. I feel them every uh, time I read the tax man.
2: But good uh, news, dread, and then sadness are typically those two feelings in that order.
0: Good news is I spoke to my um my uh, financial advisor today, and she said the market's going back up, so life is a uh, a little cooler over there.
2: That is good.
0: When the market goes up, I make extra money. Yep. Yeah. So I ain't be mad at that. I swear to God, I'm so fucking stoked about this tattoo. Like, let's talk about the feelings of doing a tattoo that you're stoked about. So, like, first off, we met at the bar. Granted, we met through a very good mutual friend. But, like, you usually don't go to the bar and then end up doing a dope-ass back piece two days later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that happened for us and uh, it's really cool that uh we just clicked really well and the tattoo is a lot of fun uh, and I'm getting to do man the, the past few tattoos I've done have just been so fun like uh, one of the kids that lives in my house one of Jaden's friends um he came to the shop with me on Saturday because I had a cancellation and I started a sleeve on him. And the kid sits like a fucking rock.
2: So that was the best.
0: Oh man! And like I did a half sleeve on this motherfucker in one day. Uh, he just let me go nuts with all these cool images and like heavy black with uh with like neon accents and like crazy light sourcing and shit. So it was so much fucking fun, and like I haven't had that much fun tattooing like that because like there was no there was no like guidance or like direction he wanted me to take I just made tattoos that felt like him and everything I did he was like yep I love that so it was really cool I love when
1: a plan comes together
0: right and then today I'm getting that as well so it's just nice to like get this clump of tattoos that are just like really like soul enriching
2: to do. Oh yeah. I bumped into a guy at Hell City that uh, I actually met at last year's Hell City um, when I was tattooing. He was getting tattooed next to me by Chris Powell who is amazing. And uh, while he was, they, they had planned a two day session to do damn near a half sleeve on this guy and uh Derb, who throws health city had kind of come through with the ballroom and he said hey we've got the event space the whole weekend they do not care if tattooing happens late close the doors and lock them so that spectators can't come in that other people can't come in but if you want to keep tattooing late you can and so myself and chris and josh and i feel like one other guy in another aisle all stuck around and tattooed super duper late like I think I tapped out at 2.30 and they were all still going. Um, wow. And uh, Chris just kept going on this guy. So they probably started after health inspection around like 12.30 or 1. Tattooed this dude until like 4 in the morning. Um, went to their hotel rooms, basically took a nap, got back at it at like 10, 11 the next morning and tattooed him until best of day, judging at like 8. So this guy is like, you, you won't find anyone that sits better than him. And, uh, we ended up adding each other on Instagram and we've like commented on stories before a few times. Um, I saw his wife get tattooed at a convention, same deal. She sat like a rock, but he like, yeah, that dude could probably sit for 20 hours. If you asked him to, he may not love it at the end, but like he is a champion. And, uh, so I bumped into him at this Hell city and he basically talked to me about doing a bigger piece. Um, and like, yeah, you know, I saw you posted about a reschedule for Health City. I almost hit you up, but we couldn't be out quite that early. Uh, but like, I want to get something sometime. And I'm like, so excited at the idea. Do you guys have that too? That anytime you get that person, like you were saying, like with Jason's buddy that just sits that way, that he could literally be like, I want a whole fleet of infinity loops turning into silhouette birds with Zayden and Caden and Braden and Okaden and all the names. like It could be the most whatever and I would be like, I'm just so excited because you sit so well. Yeah, You just like get super geeked out on it. I do.
0: I do. I'm, and like, it's cool with this because he's sitting like a champ and awesome idea. But like, man, there's like there's this thing when I tattoo somebody and they can sit the whole time and they don't like they don't want to stop ever, and they just fucking want me to just kill them. And, you know, even if they're in shock, they, like, pull their body out of it and stop shaking and keep going. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> I, I love it. I have a guy named Matt that's the same deal. I did a full sleeve on him. We're pulling it up onto his shoulder now. And uh, the first time I ever tattooed him, he and his wife booked a half day because she had, like, four or five tiny tattoos she wanted to get. And the regular guy that had been tattooing him basically said hey i don't do pinterest anymore so she got hooked up with me he's like yeah i want to get like one thing on my ribs uh it was like a one two hour i was like let's just book a half day and do it all um they come in i tattooed this dude's ribs for probably about an hour and a half he did not so much as break a single beat of sweat he did not hiccup he actually fell asleep for like 15 minutes at some point of getting his ribs drilled with like multiple colors. um oh so ever since then every time this guy has reached out to me uh, no matter what the idea is, I'm just like, yes. And what's really crazy about it is then he brought, yeah. brought his daughter to me on her 18th birthday. And this girl is probably 110 pounds soaking wet and she wanted to get her ribs done. And I was like, oh, sweet, sweet summer child. It's over for <laughs> you. Um, and I blasted this girl's ribs for like an hour and a half. And she sweated maybe a little bit, but she sat so good. And she's like hey i think i know what i want for my next one can i book like i'm addicted now and i book her for a month or two later and she comes in and she gets one of the tattoos i had done on her dad palm size on her whole kneecap and like (laughs) that like a friggin champ second tattoo ever this little tiny 18 year old girl kneecap uh she came in for her third one i've been tattooing her probably like six months now and it was like going down her arm and it kind of got up on the side of the elbow and up in the armpit a little bit that like a rock. So I'm like, I don't know what it is in the water. They live like an hour away, but they are unheardable, super tough tattoo people. And that is, yeah, that is um, just such a good feeling and like an elated, like they could reach out for anything. And I would just be like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. I love you so much. Thank you for making me happy.
1: My you know best what? friend Melinda it, sits like a rock. She falls asleep.
0: Love those, man. I don't get very much of those. Like even Brandon, the uh Jaden's friend, man this poor guy like by the time we were done, he was dying. Like he was shaking and stuff. Like, give him I gave him like 15 20 minutes, bro, and he just like snapped out of it and I'm like, "Bro, you're not even shaking anymore." No He's like, "Yeah, I've been through some I've been through shock and physical trauma so many times like I can break myself out of it pretty quickly." Mm. But, Right, buddy, like, damn, that's yeah, fantastic. Awesome. And for me, like, dude, like, I, I got this giggle to me earlier, and, and our friend Laura, who's sitting across the room, uh, saw it. Like, I was just, you know, how I do the very quick lines, Dusty, when I'm just trying to get an idea of some quick line work, yeah. Uh, I was just dropping a really long one because it's a fucking giant back piece and uh i was just like (laughs) you know like because i got so excited that i'm doing something giant on somebody awesome and it's a fucking like fun experience and like it feels good to be working like this you know because this is the way I work the best you know so it's so much fun so even more so than getting stoked about uh if somebody can sit real good like if somebody can sit real good and they let me do like crazy dumb large large ideas oh man oh yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's
2: that's, i I think that's what my buddy john who's the guy that apprenticed me originally and all that he did that back piece or he started he did all the line work on my back about two months ago like end of april yeah i remember Um, that and uh, I think he was so stoked because he's like, "Cool, I get your whole back." And I gave him a very vague but ridiculous and cool idea. I was like, "Usagi Yojimbo, Neo Trad, and Black and Gray Japanese behind him, run with it, whatever you want to do." And he got that same giggle. But it was funny because you were talking about running the that lo- he did a lot of quick lines and kind of got it all mapped on, and then went back over everything with a fourteen round and just kind of like slow and steady, hammered in the hard ones and uh i sat i was not loving it but i sat and i did pretty decent i told him a few times i was like hey this sucks but i was trying to match my breathing to the tattoo because i you know we tell people that all the time hey you know it's your ribs it's your sternum like please don't hold your breath please don't think by being still that you're helping like please just breathe natural don't huff and puff don't like breathe in and then kind of like exhale real hard and I'm actually I feel like I got all my client stuff caught up so I'm going to turn my camera on for a second here because I have to uh, for the purpose of explaining this Um, so I would breathe in really hard and I would try to exhale when I feel and start the line and there was a couple times where the line was so long that I would like "Hmm." and it's still pulling the line and I'm uh, uh, and now I'm out of breath and he's still pulling it and I'm trying not to like like get my breath back and this dude just keeps pulling and keeps pulling and I'm just like, this is the longest line of my life. And I'm like trying to not like but it it was yeah, long lines on the back are no fun. And the fact that your dude there has like just chilling is such a you are a soldier, so
0: <laughs> yeah man you're fucking sitting like a goddamn champ and like i said it's a great idea that we're working on and like yeah great connection with people we've been fucking having a great time all day so it's uh it's nice and he's tough as fuck Or he's just playing one on TV right now, but either way, man, I don't give a shit if you can play it on TV. You're okay by me. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's <talk> to you. Because
2: <laughs> I mean, oh, recording. All right, I gotta act tough. What's up? I said, "Oh crap, you're recording, man. Now I gotta act tough."
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Not. Nah, he's been fucking chilling the whole time, really. So. I'm
2: uh, stoked about that. I had a guy that brought in his... He was brought in by his daughter. I've tattooed her before. And she said her and her dad both wanted to get tattoos. And she brought him in maybe like two months ago. And then he just came in, I think last week, actually, to get his second one. He reached out afterwards and was like, yep, I'm addicted. This dude's like 50. And he just got his first tattoo. And he's actually in pretty good shape. But he... Both times, granted, it was just like the upper arm, outer bicep area, but he straight up fell he on me both times. Oh yeah! And uh, man, I just I don't know where you guys find the willpower and the emotion and the drive to just be like, this is fine. All of this is fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For real, dude. I be using numbing and shit.
2: <laughs> yeah i I do not. I, I actually, I take that back. I sit pretty darn well, but mentally, I do not. I tell people the whole time, I'm like, hey, this sucks. Hey, why are you doing this to me? Hey, please stop. You know, when Josh did that portrait on me that took like nine, ten hours, I remember telling him, like, our friendship is on pause for three days. Please do not reach out. Uh, like, We're, we are not cool right now. You heard me.
1: I have one client that cusses me out every time I tattoo work. And I'm like, you chose to do this. Right. I, I didn't choose the pain, you chose
0: the pain. You're the reason for the season here, baby. <laughs> I,
2: I tattooed a close friend, Amanda, the other day. I did that raccoon on her that I posted. And she sat well for most of it. The last 30 minutes, she was getting a little bummering. Um, but she actually just messaged me today and said, hey, uh, I just wanted to apologize for you, apologize to you for all of the mean things I just said about you at my house while taking the Sanoderm off of this thing because it's stuck <laughs> really well in the skin, the, the tattoo itself, she said it like, it's looking super happy. Most of the stuff I tattoo on her, is like one pass, heels great. Um, and so I wasn't upset by that, but the skin around it was definitely like, we just blasted her upper thigh right above the knee for like four or five hours. And uh, it was a little puffy and unhappy a couple of days later, and she's like, "I said many bad things about you. I just, I know you didn't hear them, and I know you didn't feel them, but I just felt the need to reach out and apologize." <laughs> Which is funny because that guy, sometimes
0: that's just,
2: um, the guy that fell asleep while I was blasting his ribs. His daughter also, like I said, sits like a rock. Her kneecap, her ribs i tattooed his wife a handful of times she came in and got like four or five like smaller tattoos that first day and everything stayed well except for she got like a word and the lettering goes on the side of her hand up onto her finger and every word except for the or every letter except for the last one healed well and it's like right on the side of her knuckle like I told her it might need a touch up So one of the last times I worked on him, I was like, "Hey, do you want me to just touch it up real quick? We're here. I can set up and tear down in five minutes. I'm not worried about money. You guys already paid me for a full day. Let's just blast it real quick." And I tattooed this lady for maybe 20 seconds tops, finishing this last letter that fell out a little bit. And she said so many mean things about my mom to me that, like, legit. Like the next, the next time she came in, she was like, "I'm sorry for those things I said. I know you know I was joking, but I said really mean things about your mom." Uh, I think I think she at one point said like she was gonna kick my mom in the asshole. Like <laughs> the, the tattoo took like thirty seconds, but in those thirty seconds, she was like, "Fuck you and your mom! I'm gonna kick your mom in her asshole! Your mom's a horrible person for birthing you, for doing this to me." Oh, okay, we're done. Cool, thanks. Uh, like, well, in those twenty hard. seconds,
0: you don't get time to like warm up into the tattoo
2: process. Oh yeah. yeah, I try and I try and tell people all the time when they get there first. I'm like, hey, about fifteen minutes in. Your flight or fight calm down your adrenaline kicks in and it's gonna be better the first 10 to 15 kind of suck and whenever it's a first tattoo that's gonna take 15 minutes i'm like you have forfeited that right so sorry this is just gonna kind of suck for 15 minutes good luck go good luck go there's there's such an emotional weight to doing someone's first tattoo on what you do and don't tell them about their first tattoo because yeah. i want to, i want to tell every first tattoo hey just so you know if you're calm, this is going to go great. If you work yourself up really hard, then when the tattoo starts and it's not nearly as bad as you thought it was, your adrenaline is going to drop hard and fast and you might get kind of flush and you might feel kind of like you're going to faint for a minute. And if you're just chill, it won't happen. And we've got sodas and granola bars for if it does. But if you tell someone that before you do their first tattoo, guess what is way worse? Like they immediately stress out on it. So it's like trying to not tell them, but also like probe them in different ways. Like, are you nervous? Are you this? It's a, it's a weird, big responsibility to do someone's first and to guide them through that in a way that they feel cared about. And like, you're actually like trying to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is a whole bag of like, how do I not stress this person out even more?
0: right because you want to tell them the truth like with with my large sessions i always battle with that i'm like look so there's probably going to be a point where you're shaking um (laughs) you know let me know we'll we'll, we'll work through it uh, or we stop but like do you tell them that they're going to shake uncontrollably
2: (laughs) yeah and (laughs) if you don't if it doesn't happen, then you feel really glad. You're like, man, I'm glad I didn't psych them out on that thing that didn't even happen. But if they do, then they're freaking out because they're like, no one warned me about this. Is this normal? Am I having a stroke? Am I dying? Is this? I die ratting. And then you have to like, oh no, it's kind of, I've told people a lot when it does happen. I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty normal. Uh, I just didn't warn you about it because I didn't want to freak you out. And then they're like, you're just saying that and it turns into a whole thing. So, you know. It's a big mess, but I love it. Anyways, um, I love the tattooing like really close to the palm of the hand on the wrist where your hand starts clutching uncontrollably and explaining to people like, hey, this is going to happen. Sorry in advance. So that they're not freaked out when they're like, why is my hand? Because no one told me when I got my wrist done and my wrists go real, real, real close up onto the palm of my hand and I started just like grabbing at nothing and making the like the strong hand from scary movie and Uh no no one told me it was coming and so like 19 year old me who had already apprenticed and already done tattoos like had not felt that myself and like was terrified and freaked out (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, there's all kinds of weird shit that can happen to you compared to compared to where you're getting tattooed my yeah. ex got his neck tattooed and they were dancing on a nerve the whole time and his eyeballs were going back and forth. <laughs> Damn, that
0: sucks.
2: Yeah, yeah the reaction stuff. Yeah, the calf, where you hit the side of the calf and it makes their foot jump. Um, uh, a, a good friend of mine getting tattooed by another good friend of mine uh, straight up kicked that artist pretty hard in the boob when she hit just the right spot. She's like leaned over his calf and just kind of mule kicks forward like real fast jerk out of nowhere and uh, just kicked her right in the chest. That was a fun one. Trying to explain to people, hey, you're probably going to uncontrollably kick. Sorry in advance. Um, One of my favorite ones. and (laughs) I feel so bad. We're talking about feelings. I felt so bad about this. I tattooed uh, that like Shania Twain Dracula thing that I posted not too long ago. That girl sits really well. Uh I've tattooed her before, she's a cool lady, everything about it was good. I tattooed that, it was probably double hand size. It took me about three hours, maybe even a hair more. The very end, I pulled the last white line, and she's like, Hey, do you care if I take a break for a minute? And she's very calm and rational. Hey, can I have just a minute? And I was like, That was actually the last line, you can just get up and let me put some balm on it and chill. And she said, You can bomb it in a minute. I have to get up. And I hear her very patiently and quietly walk to the bathroom and just like just threw up oh. everywhere um, and came back out and was like, Thank you. You can bomb my tattoo now. But it was such a weird, she was like sat like a rock, took everything super well, and hit that one point out of nowhere where she's just like, All right, time to peek. Uh, and that is always like. Put I put know, I think in the last however many years I've had maybe like three people throw up on me and it is such a like, you do not feel like a good person when you make someone throw up from tattooing them.
1: I've only gotten sick from a tattoo once and I was tattooing myself.
0: That's rough.
1: It, it was I, actually my foot and I, I couldn't do it. I could not deal with the pain and tattoo myself at the same time and it, it made me sick. I eventually had somebody else cover it up and Come I on. sat like a rock cause I ain't no bitch. <laughs> but it hurt less having someone else do it than it did me doing it because I was too
0: focused on. Yeah, you can't wear too many hats sometimes, you know?
2: I, I have a couple tattoos on me that I did on myself and that was actually something that I always enjoyed Um, was that people would ask about that, like, oh, have you ever tattooed yourself? Which is funny, because we were just talking about this the other day, that you'll have people like, oh, did you do most of your tattoos? And I'm like, no, I actually didn't do the tattoos on my arms. Uh, That would make very little sense. But, like, I did a couple of the ones on my legs, like, on my inner cap area. And uh, they're like, oh, God, that had to hurt. And I was like, honestly, it didn't, because I was so focused on tattooing that I didn't even think about how it felt. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I was done, I was like, ah, the the nice calm feeling of being done and then wipe my leg and feel it. And I'm like, ah, all of the pain at once. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: for me, when I um, went through my second divorce, uh, tattooing my own hand uh, was definitely one of those things that was a super pain therapy moment for me. Mm-hmm like, you know, go through this concentrated, uh, you know, specific pain and make it through. But like, like the same thing you were saying, Dusty, just like feeling, feeling not a whole lot because I was going through it, uh, you know, working on it rather than like feeling it because I was, you know, feeling the pain. It was weird. Focusing on the work made it easy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the the combined that with also just in that scenario that you're going through a divorce, like going through it and doing a good tattoo is super therapeutic.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just feeling feeling the pain of the tattoo while you're focusing on the t- tattoo, and it just gives your brain something else to do instead of all the all the other stuff it was doing for days, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's like punching a wall to make your leg feel better. Right,
2: exactly. I do do not advise to punch a wall to make your leg feel better. No,
0: I don't advise me to to
2: shit. shit. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh... Yeah, I have always been chronically uh, one of those people that, like, goes back to work after bad things and i'm like oh i need to work through you know deaths and breakups and all that sort of stuff because i can turn my brain off and focus on work and it's the only time that you're not you know repeatedly running things through your head and all that sort of stuff so uh yeah i, I love tattooing when people are going through it and when things are going through it to be able to just like cool i can focus on this not disservice the client by being elsewhere while trying to make this permanent marking on their body and just like turn my brain off and yeah that's a nice time to be I couldn't imagine doing it on my own hand in that scenario though
0: well you know I mean I'm a little different than some uh but it was definitely cool doing it on myself and being my own hand because it really took it took the pain away dude like I didn't have any thought of what was happening it was just it was just tattooing. So it's focusing on not doing a bad job and then uh, taking away the, the the emotional pain for a while.
2: I, I think just tattooing your own hand in general is impressive.
0: Well, it was a little one, it was just a little CPC initials for the oh, okay. paid plate Club. <laughs> When I go to the buffet, I make sure that the plate the plate is always clean. So <laughs> that was I that there. So know. it
2: was nothing crazy. Okay, that but makes I, more sense.
0: So it made it easier.
1: Yeah, all my self tattoo moments were therapy moments. Hello.
2: Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Can you? I think your your internet might have froze up for just a second. You got kind of laggy for. Just a second, but it you seems like it's good now. Out
0: view, so that makes sense.
2: My internet seems, might have been
0: stupid.
2: Seems like everything is delicious again, all is well.
0: delicious is the way to be.
2: Absolutely. It absolutely is. Which actually brought us right around the six o'clock. So, so what? I said to six o'clock. Maybe that was a sign from the internet gods.
0: Ooh. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. That one went fast today. Um, yeah. Since I'm tattooing, I don't mind cutting it short. Uh, Well, not short, but. Yeah, we were so long.
1: So cutting
0: it even. Less, less
2: than usual. Cutting it even. I got oh, it. <laughs> um,
0: I love you all. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, everyone. Gabe, Guy, uh, all of the Reinventing family for creating a space for us to do something that tattooers don't always do and uh, sit around and talk about feelings. So thank you guys for showing up. Thank you everyone who's a part of this and we'll see you next Monday.
2: Have a great week. See you all then. Love you, bye.
0: Love you, bye. Have a great week as well.
2: Woo!
1: Let's take a quick break too. Yeah, go ahead.